Welcome to the Taxol Podcast, where Taxol investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a Taxol veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the Taxol Playbook, founder of the Taxol Academy, and I am your host right here on the Taxol Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax vaulted real estate, head on over to taxellacademy.com. That's taxellacademy.com. There's a link down below in the show notes. All right, guys, on today's episode, we're talking about investing in vacant land at tax sale auctions. In many areas, vacant land can actually make up the majority of the properties that are offered on a tax sale list. I frequently get asked how someone should invest in vacant land. Buying a home seems pretty simple, right? Considering that you buy that home to either live in or you hold that property as an investment, rental, or resell it. That makes sense to just about everyone. But what about vacant land? How can you determine what exactly you should buy? The last thing that most people want is a piece of land that they have no use for that comes with a yearly tax bill. And I completely get that. But I've been investing in vacant land for all of my career. Now I've invested in my fair share of residential homes, probably hundreds throughout the years, but I've spent a lot of time in the vacant land market. So today, I want to help you choose what vacant properties you should be investing in. First off, you must understand the process of supply and demand. That's all real estate investing really is. It's supply and demand. If you take a subdivision that has 5,000 lots and 4,000 of those lots are for sale and nobody wants to buy them, you can just about guarantee that the prices are going to be pretty low in that subdivision. Now, if you take the only remaining commercial lot in a developed city, then you can just about guarantee that the demand for that property is going to be increased as with the price. It's very simple, of course, but so many people tend to forget this concept when they really start looking at vacant land. Always keep this in the back of your mind. Now, there are many different types of ways to invest in vacant land, and I want to go over just a few of you today. The first one is to buy and sell vacant land in developing areas. And this is going to be the most beneficial and the easiest strategy to pull off. It might not always be the most lucrative now, but it will certainly be the easiest of the few that we're about to go over. Essentially, you're going to be buying vacant land in an area of new development. Simply put, if you can drive down a road that has 20 lots for sale and half of them have brand new homes going up as we speak, that's the area that you want to invest in. The construction activity in that area indicates the demand for the vacant lots in the area and is a sign that you're on the right track. Now, unfortunately, it usually won't be quite as easy as just driving down the road and buying up every single vacant lot next to a building site. But you should be looking in at least the same general area of new construction. My approach is to determine what the lots are selling for prior to that construction commencing. Let me actually take it a step further here. There's usually going to be two different types of construction. The first one is speculative building. This is where an investor or a builder will build a house on speculation that somebody will come in and buy it after completion. Then after that, you have custom building where a builder is building a house directly for an end user or a consumer on that customer's lot. Now, if you see a significant amount of spec homes going up in one area, do your research. Find out 
what these lots are going for. Determine what the builders or the investors are paying for the lots that they're building their spec homes on. Most builders don't have the time, the desire, or the knowledge to attend tax sales. And while they won't usually overpay for lots, they know that their margin is usually going to be made in the construction of that house when they sell it. Contact a few of those builders. Let them know that you might have additional lots available in the near future in whatever areas are on that tax sale list. Then ask them if they have any potential interest. And if you've selected the right area, most builders are going to say yes. Now, they would just love to be able to focus on building homes and not trying to worry about which lot they have to buy next. So if you put these lots into their laps, they'll be very, very appreciative and you're going to be able to profit. Then you'll have your buyer lined up. You'll know exactly what you should pay at the auction based on your expected margin and you're well on your way to making money with vacant land. Now, in the event that the construction you're seeing are custom homes for end users, Determine what those end users are paying for their lots. Research public records and pay attention to the sales prices and make sure they have fairly recent transfer dates. Now, while you won't be able to line up your specific buyer like you would with a speculative builder, you will be able to have great comps in an area that has evidence of great demand and you can find similar buyers. The idea here is to get as close as possible to or in the direct path of new construction and development activity. And of course, if you're not local, you don't have to physically drive down the street looking for new construction activity. You can use the internet, search the building permits, locate spec homes that are brand new and for sale. You don't have to physically be there to pull this off. That's one method. Another method is speculating. And the word speculating tends to get a bad rap for many reasons. There are correct ways to speculate and there are incorrect ways to speculate, in my opinion. Buying a property on hopes and dreams is the bad way. But buying a property based on supply, demand, and your knowledge is the good way to speculate. There are a number of different ways to pull this off successfully. A popular way is to buy based off of the price that you'll be paying at the auction in comparison to the value of that property. I've done this many, many times throughout my career. If there's a lot worth $2,500, but I can pick it up for $500, then I'll buy it, even though there might not be lots and lots of demand for that property. If I can sell it cheap enough, perhaps I can create my own demand based off the price of the property. Or maybe I'll end up selling it to another investor. If the margin is there, and if I can nail down the value ahead of time, then I'll buy it. If I can 5X my money, even if it takes a year, that's gonna be okay with me, guys. And then tax sale playbook, I actually tell a story about buying a 13-acre parcel for $100. I can tell you, without a doubt, that the demand for 13 acres is far, far less than the demand for, say, a typical single-family home, especially in the area where I purchased that 13 acre parcel, but I bought it anyways. And the funny thing is, I actually contacted a realtor a few days later to get a comparable market analysis and to potentially list it with that realtor. And they told me, listen, there's not a whole lot of demand for this type of property. It's gonna take you years and years to get what the property is actually worth. But you have to remember, I paid $100 for that property. I didn't necessarily need to get what that property was worth. But I knew if I wanted to put on the market for fair market value, it would take a long time to sell. So what I do, I intentionally underpriced that property. It sold a very short time later to another investor, 
and I made quite a bit of money off this property. I exited, went on to the next deal, even though that purchase was considered speculative. The point is you can speculate and make money. Just be conservative with your approach and do it off of your knowledge. The final way that we're gonna be talking about today to invest in vacant land is kind of another form of speculation that I refer to as special purpose purchasing. I know a few guys that will buy small, vacant, mobile home lots that are in the middle of nowhere. The demand for these lots at market prices is very, very small, and the supply is very, very large. But what they'll do is they'll offer them for sale with unique terms, maybe $100 down, $100 per month for 100 months, or something catchy like that. And they make more money than they're worth because of the financing arrangement. They create demand because of their unique selling strategy. And they still hold an interest in that property if they need to foreclose because the buyer stops paying them, then they just resell it and do it all over again. It's a great strategy that simply works. Another strategy is to buy that property that's zoned residential, but is on the edge of a commercial area. Once you buy it, go in, get it rezoned from residential to commercial, and then suddenly the value of that property increases substantially, as does probably the demand that goes along with it. These are special purpose purchases, and I made a lot of people millions and millions of dollars. These are just a few different ways to make money with vacant land. So many people are intimidated by it, or even worse, they look down upon vacant land. Get outside of your comfort zone. Do your homework. Put effort into determining strategies that will work and use a little bit of creativity. As you can see, vacant land can certainly be very, very profitable with the right approach. I really hope you learned something from today's episode. Before I wrap up, I do want to remind you of two incredible resources. If you have not yet picked up the copy that I have waiting for you of the Tax Sale Playbook, I urge you to do it right now. The book itself is free. Just cover the nominal shipping cost. You can get the book, the physical copy. I want to ship to you. Get it at TaxSellAcademy.com. And of course, if you're looking to learn how to invest in tax faulted real estate in a comprehensive step-by-step manner, you're going to want to join the Tax Sale Academy. On this topic of investing in vacant land alone, we go into great detail and provide numerous strategies that can really help you out when it comes to this particular investment vehicle. And that's just one very small piece of the academy. You can join by going to the same website, taxallacademy.com, clicking on join. And as always, guys, if you did enjoy this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you take just a few seconds out of your day to leave some positive feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We read and we notice each and every single positive comment and are so thankful for each one of you who have done so already. Again, I really hope this helps you out. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.